Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. mentioned yesterday, Paul is wrapping up his letter to the Roman church with some personal remarks. As he does, he engages in that most human of activities, say hi to so-and-so for me. Say hi, let them know that I mentioned them. There's a long list of people here, many of whom we know little to nothing about, but all of whom were obviously important to Paul as he ends the letter by acknowledging them. Romans chapter 16 verses 6 through 16 says, Greet Mary, who worked very hard for you. Greet Andronicus and Junia, my fellow Jews who have been in prison with me. They are outstanding among the apostles, and they were in Christ before I was. Greet Ampliatus, my dear friend in the Lord. Greet Urbanus, our co-worker in Christ, and my dear friend Stachus. Greet Apollos, whose fidelity to Christ has stood the test. Greet those who belong to the household of Aristobulus. Greet Herodian, my fellow Jew. Greet those in the household of Narcissus, who are in the Lord. Greet Tryphena and Tryphosa, those women who work hard in the Lord. Greet my dear friend Persis, another woman who has worked very hard in the Lord. Greet Rufus, chosen in the Lord, and his mother, who has been a mother to me too. Greet Asyncritus, Phlegon, Hermes, Petrobus, Hermas, and the other brothers and sisters with them. Greet Philologus, Julia, Nureus, and his sister, and Olympus, and all of the Lord's people who are with them. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the churches of Christ send greetings. So one worthy note for sure, which we saw in yesterday's verses as well, is the sheer number of women Paul acknowledges. Again, in a culture and a time where women were uneducated and considered unreliable, in a time when women were not to speak in public and were viewed as secondary citizens, Paul has a lot of thanks and acknowledgement for women. Obviously, the church was a countercultural organization in that sense, calling women to a place they had never been before and treating them as partners in sharing this gospel of ours. In this long list of names, again, most of whom we know nothing about, there's one fascinating note that stands out. Paul writes to Adronicus and Junia. Now this is a male and a female name, and the fact that they're named together likely means that they were husband and wife. They are outstanding among the apostles, Paul writes, a term that has provoked much debate. It could mean that the apostles thought they were outstanding, as some people believe, or it could mean that it meant that of all the apostles, they were outstanding apostles. Now this is challenging as it would suggest that there were female apostles, or at least one female apostle, and that is something that certain branches of the church aren't willing to acknowledge, so they dismiss it out of hand. It was such a challenge for the Catholic Church that the Catholic Church actually changed the name Junia to a masculine name when they translated the Bible, because they couldn't get their head around the idea that a woman could have been an apostle. Many others in the New Testament are called apostles beyond just the 12 disciples, including Paul, Barnabas, and Timothy, among others. Perhaps this Junia was an apostle as well with her husband, although that is certainly open to debate. Most of the other names on this list we don't know anything about other than they show up in this one passage, although Paul often includes a comment about each one to tell us something. Namely, that these people are all memorable to him in some way. This one worked hard in the Lord. These ones helped me out in this situation. This one was like a mother to me. 
He writes them into a letter that's going to be read publicly. So he's offering encouragement and endorsement that no doubt would have been meaningful to each one to hear from the apostle who oversaw their church. Paul writes that the church should greet one another with a holy kiss, with a brief peck on the lips being something that was culturally done among family members. It wasn't usually done to people you weren't related to. And the fact that Paul calls them to it once again points out that the church family really is considered family. You wouldn't likely kiss a stranger, but you would kiss your sister. And the stranger sitting beside you in the church is now your sister in Christ. We are to treat one another as family. So today, don't go and actually kiss a fellow believer. That might be weird, but go and find some way to treat a fellow believer like family. Find a tangible way to express this as a principle that we are all one family in Jesus.